Today's episode brought to you by Quip. Why brush your teeth like an asshole? I can't brush my teeth like a normal person because I'm too busy. I can't believe it either. Uh, really quick, Trace House Street, Lou, Jamie. What's up? Here's Eve. Well, apparently the it's Eagles. New Year's Eve, Eve, and the yeah. Eagles needed a bunch of shit to happen, and they won today. They shut out the 40 or the, the Redskins. And it looked, it says 17 seconds left, and it went final. The Bears have won, and the Eagles made it to the playoffs. Thousand year dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> For as shitty as they played, they finally got their act together the last five games and have made it in the playoffs, yeah. which is kind of um, kind of crazy. Yeah, it's not kind of really crazy. Yeah, because I feel like people word them off like week four. I did. I was just I just didn't think they were that good. Yeah, and they had so many injuries all in the same. Just their yeah their defense got mm. pretty beat up in their secondary, but. I know you're a big football guy, but I'm I'm I actually am. pretty pretty. Um, it actually is really floored. exciting <laughs> that they, um, they got in. It is really exciting, interesting. Yeah, and there's even a once could even be back. They were saying because Foles went out with a chest injury. We have no idea. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more, but it looks like the Eagles will be playing the Bears. Madness. Crazy. So it's New Year's Eve Eve. Yeah, the penultimate night of the year. Yeah, yeah. So what's new? What's happening? Uh, Oh. Since uh, Friday, when you Lou visited me for the first time in eight years yes. at my employee, uh, my place of employment. Yes, and I did not bring Jamie a Burger King chicken parm sandwich. No, as was her Monday request. <laughs> that was a long time. That wasn't two other. You thought that was way, way back. Yeah. Yeah, I was bringing in my food yeah. in 2010 because I was like, not... I will eat that crap. Yeah, I eat salad and. Well, I still do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you got to see me work pretty hard at my yeah, job. Yeah, she was like uh, going back and forth, nothing, seeing guinea pigs, watching people play table tennis. Yep. It was exciting. It was a thrill riot. Yeah, yeah. So what's up? What'd you do to, uh, this weekend since I last saw you? I don't know. Like, since I've been off since the 21st. It was the last day I worked. Okay. So basically I had off the rest of the year, and the days really do fucking bleed into each they other. They do. Like, I wasn't even sure what day it was today. It seems like a... I don't know, Tuesday? I know it's a Sunday. Yeah. But, it, like, everyone's just so and off. No, like, um, nothing much. Um, School went well, I presume? Went well, good enough. Good. good. A, uh, a member of my family has had a health challenge for the last, I don't know. Month. More than month. Yeah. Two, three months. And at this point, it's become almost comical. Not really. How things keep coming up. So, yeah, a lot of my weekend was spent down in Philly. And, of course, every time I go down to Philly... I'm like, I could live down here, which <coughs> if you didn't have to park, yeah, it'd be great. It would be great if you didn't have to commute out of the city. It'd be great. It'd be great. You live in a rich person neighborhood. It would be great. So a lot of time at Rittenhouse Square. Yeah, good luck with that. I Ain't got cheap. money. I got crazy ducats. Mm, okay. I got I got podcast money. I got this. <laughs> All this podcast. I did this uh, read for Quip. Yeah, 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 I heard. The, I heard it was pretty good. The only toothbrush that you can travel with, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else you been up to? I was sick for about uh, three Longer. weeks. Longer. Yeah, yeah. It all started. I th- the last podcast that we just posted. Yeah. Was the beginning of the 
right before I got sick. I was probably contagious, and I'm surprised Lou didn't get Actually, sick. Actually, yeah, the day we recorded it. Yeah, I was probably just on the verge about getting sick. And I think I dodged it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was running a low-grade fever and coughing and just feeling like shit for a couple weeks. And then I went to the docs, and they were like, bronchitis and walking pneumonia. Yeah. So I was struggling with walking pneumonia no. for... A few weeks, and uh, I would say in the last four days, five mm-hmm. days, I've actually felt my myself again. No. I started working out. I had a race today. Yeah? Did you race? No. I ran yesterday, mm-hmm. and it wasn't bad. And I was playing it by ear. It was up in um, it was up in Reading. And when I woke up, my Achilles didn't kind of bug me. Uh. So I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do it. So I went to the gym, and I boxed. And I had, like, zero energy. So thank God I didn't yeah. run. It would have just... I would have been able to complete. It was only a five-miler, and... It's been my nemesis run because last year I wanted to do it and I think I was sick at the same time. Mm. So, so yeah, walking pneumonia. Got to take yeah. a final with that. And did I'll... you have petunias if you're walking pneumonia? Uh, yeah, I did, actually. On my grave. Yeah. Oh. Uh, how's Christmas? Ooh. Good. Or Xmas for those who aren't. It was fun. You yeah. Know, family. Yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Did the seven fishes on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Went to my parents on Christmas. and Yeah. Yeah. Made out good. Victor made out well. Mm. Good times. Cool. Yeah. How about you? It was good. Everyone was angry at Christmas. So <laughs> I mean, the usual. I got. <laughs> Wasn't there like a meatball conspiracy last year or something? You have to go it back to the list. chocolate chip cookie yes, bullshit. Yes, yes. There were chocolate chip cookies this year. Oh, okay. I was worried. It should. It was. It was actually two years ago. And last year, even though my mom, again, Sharshar elected not to make cookies again, I had baked them. Did you save any cookies? I didn't bake any cookies this year. You mean from last year, from 365 days ago? Yes. You should uh, yes. have frozen them. No. And broken them out. No. Broke bread. No. So, yeah, I guess this is our last podcast of 2018, huh? Yeah. yeah. Unless we record one tomorrow. I doubt it. We're like, so what's happening since yesterday? <laughs> the apocalypse. <laughs> um, so, uh... I don't know. What do you want to talk about music? Got anything else to talk about? Uh, we can talk about music and then we'll do whatever and then whatever else. All right. So what you got? What you listen to? Uh... Wind Hand Eternal Return. Spooky. Oh, yeah. Remind me to talk about um, the punk rock flea market, too. All right. So go ahead. Wind Ham. Wind Ham. Not Wind Ham. Like... Wind Ham. That would be like a, a cover band where pigs play the instruments. Ooh. That's a pretty good one. Uh, this album is Eternal Return. I think it's the fifth full release. I lose track because they have a lot of like they it's have at demos least and a lot third, of splits. I would say. It's, it's, it wouldn't be a surprise if it is. It doesn't. Who knows? Anyway. So yeah, of course, when hand Doom. Mystery. Mystery. Um, Doom. <laughs> Doom metal band out of Richmond, Virginia. On Relapse Records, right? On Relapse Records. I would actually like to see... Remember they did, like, how Scooby-Doo would team up with people? Yeah, like... Like, special like guest wins. Yeah, Mama Cass or... Butterfingers, come on. Butterfingers or, um... Mama Cass again. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Yeah. I'd like to see Windhand as a special Ooh, guest. with with Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Mm. It'd be like, Yoink, Scoops! I'm really depressed from this doom metal! <laughs> and Scooby would be all strung out on heroin. <laughs> Because that's what Windhand is like listening to. Like, to make a in a movie reference that no one's going to get, you might get it, but probably not. In the latter half of the movie Excalibur, you ever see Excalibur? No. Really creepy King Arthur movie well, from like 82. Yeah, I, I know of it. And all the weird stuff. And at the, like, the second half, 
like when the knights are sort of hunting for the Holy Grail and, and Camelot has basically fallen mm-hmm. and Mordred is hunting down the knights. There's like this spooky woods and it's all enshrouded in fog. That would be Windham. Sort of like that. It's like wandering through the mist Ooh. while on the nod. Like not on so much heroin that you just go sleepy like time. Like the fog with Thomas Jane. Yeah, like Thomas Jane of uh, Thomas Jane, Grace, and the Devouring Mothers. But yeah, it's this weird combination of really heavy riffs and really ethereal lyrics. Okay. Ooh, look at you, Mr. Fans. Oh, wow. Eternal. I'm fans. I, I use ethereals. <laughs> Is that like a cereal, like blueberry? Ethereals, blueberry, or, uh, or uh, I Count can't Chocula. remember. I was trying to think there was French a... Toast Crunch they have now? Is it like a spooky flavor? Like, is it like... No, I remember... French, French, the remember a Cinnamon Toast Crunch? They have French Toast Crunch. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Now, now I'm hung up on all the... Count, so it's Count Chocula. Booberry. Frankenstein Booberry. And there used to be a werewolf. Mm, silver Bulletberry. It was like uh, Turdberry. Yes. It was like the cashew of the monster sugar <laughs> themed. And of course, Fruit Brute. Mm. Which we only know from Pulp Fiction. Okay. Anyway... Which is my way of saying, this is a really good album. It is a good album. Again, it's this weird combination of of doom and ethereal lyrics that sort of create this dissonance. This album, there's a lot of like psychedelica influence. Uh, they cited, actually, like grunge-inspired for this album. I don't really hear that myself. Yeah, but... I don't really hear it either. It's very esoteric. Ooh, esoteric. And it grinds open... With uh, Halcyon. Okay. Which is sort of this really slow, lamentable thing. I guess someone sort of lamenting the death of the relationship and asking the other person to sort of stay in it with them. Okay. So they'd be happy. But all these songs somehow feature like broken relationships and death and shit like that. Like, Mm. you know, what you expect from a good metal album. A few of the standouts. Grey Gardens. Which has this really sweet psychedelic seventies rift mm-hmm. towards the end. Um, that's the one about is like should I plant these flowers and wait to see if they die? And then again, it's also about fucking like shitty love. Um, a lot of this. Uh, so the the original guitarist okay. departed before this album. And I think they I did read that them. in the bank. So I wonder if a lot of that like is sort of well, some informed by that. Pilgrim's Rest is sort of like a country metal song with this. This mournful string threaded throughout it. Light into dark is the instrumental, which I'm only mentioning because that's going to be important. Yeah, um, I think we talked about this. Because, well, let me that's finish like my That's like a two-minute instrumental. It's actually one of the yeah, shorter songs, um, or two, three minutes. Then you go into the second half of the album, mm-hmm. where you have I Shine, okay. which is actually my favorite song in the album, but it is 11 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is very doomed. It is, um, it is very, it's sleep, very sleep. They sing about the old gods. Don't mention weed. That's how you can tell it's not a sleep song. <laughs> so it makes it inferior. And the final song in the album, not to be outdone, is Feather. 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't kick in till minute five. And it's interesting, but it's hard to listen. That's kind of the second half of the... Yeah, so if I had a criticism... <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a fantastic album. Loved it a lot. Mm-hmm. We both sort of agreed that Light in the Dark, the instrumental, is kind of where it becomes a lot harder to hold interest in this album yeah. listening to it as a single it's piece. It's kind of the separation song between mm-hmm. two. And I think it's like this. Hand. A tasty, double-thick chocolate milkshake. Okay. And, you know, you eat it and it's good. 
But if you had a really big one, a 64-ouncer, say, yeah. you get to a point where you can't keep eating milkshake. Yeah. But you still have more milkshake. And that's what sort of happens. I think it's too much too much heaviness. I agree. Um, there's a lot of repeat in the lyrics, mm-hmm. which, again, I guess over time there is not a lot of variety. But any one of these songs listened to individually is great. And again, it doesn't do any favors that the two longest songs are towards the end. Um, yeah. Grey Gardens is in the beginning, and that's like an eight-minute song, I believe. I almost felt like it, the instrumental could have been the last song, or they could have added the the t- Feather and uh, the other song that you like, because those two songs are fantastic, yeah. those two lo- <coughs> long songs. I, I But I just felt, as you said, it's just kind of more of the same after that instrumental, yeah. and... And it was hard for me to get back into a 13-minute song, and it was fantastic. I mean, that's really what it is, and it's just tough. Yeah. Um, and then some of the, it just starts kind of sounding the same, and you're kind of like, once it's going to kick in, and like, I'm kind of getting yeah. bored of this. But I thought it was a very good release. I think Feather is about murdering someone, ultimately. But hmm. but no, I liked it a lot. It was really good. And the one thing I sucked about with the, the record, I could never find it. It was already sold out when I tried to get on Relapse, mm-hmm. as I should just like subscribe, and when they put up pre-orders, I should... Just buy them? Yeah. And then I, I was looking for it at um, Rock Shop and different places. I just could not find it. Yeah. So, who knows? It's a plot to that Scooby-Doo episode. These are... And Fed's like, joints! He's like, we're caught in the woods and it's foggy. And Daphne's like, I'm a girl and I don't really know what I do. And then uh, Velma's like, I lost my glasses! <laughs> What's Scrappy Doo doing? Dead. Good. Well, Scooby Dumb. Scooty Dumb. Um, well, he's obviously like super on heroin. <laughs> so that's what I imagine it would be. They go visit Scooby Dumb in the swamp. Mm-hmm. I think Scooby Dumb lives like in fucking. Like Louisiana. Uh, like Louisiana. Like one of those shit states that no one. <laughs> shit like, states. Like seriously, one of those inbred shit states. He's in we the can bayou. Say, right? He's in the bar. I like. Oh, I've never been to Louisiana. I would love to go to Louisiana. It's like an armpit, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know. Although I work with a guy who's you from just Louisiana. Lost, you just lost some uh, listeners from... I just lost one. So I work with this guy. Really? I work, yeah, only one. It's weird. It's like uh, that Marwan really? movie. Really? Yeah. And he's from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And he's like a... He's a PhD. He's like almost seven feet tall. Ooh. And like... like bullshit muscle. He looks like... I mean, he would kill you. Like, we're pretty like sure he has killed key, people. Like the movie? No. Oh. I forgot about Skeleton Key. It's like it's the hoodoo dance. The hoodoo, yep. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Wind Hand. Good stuff. I, I really liked it. I thought yeah, it I liked fantastic. it a lot. And that came out in October, so. So last episode I was talking about seeing Brendan Kelly. Yes. And The Wandering Birds, but mm-hmm. it was just Brendan Kelly. So anyway, Brendan Kelly, I bought that new album, and The Wandering Birds, Keep Walking Pal. Yes. Brendan Kelly is out of Chicago, and this album actually came out in October in off of Red Scare Records. Other people in the band that were on the record, uh, Nick Martin, Derek Grant from Alkaline Trio, and Dan Tinkler from Atlas, Atlas Studios. And it is their third album from 2011, uh, since 2011, and it's, like, uh, it's acoustic punk. If you've listened to Brendan Kelly and the Wandering Birds' other stuff... It's more or less that, but add some electro keyboard in. That's yes. how I feel about it. The first song is Keep Walking Pal. Acoustic. And it's pretty much, um, could have been on the last album. But, uh, you know, it's not it's good. It's just what, you know, Brendan Kelly yeah. doing acoustic stuff. Um, shitty Margarita. Keyboard about drinking shitty margaritas. It's fun. It's catchy. Oh, I actually really enjoy it. Sometimes that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's, it's a fun song. And I, I, I like the, like, cheesy keyboard going yeah. on. I think it's fun. Hugs. 
funny lyrics. It's more like I need drugs yeah. instead of hugs. Is that the one where he's like, I got a no? It's a different one. I think he's like, like a, man or whatever. He's like, I got a pocket full of pills. Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't think it's that song. Right. He's talking about like, got like guys I don't know give them hugs and stuff like. Yeah, that. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. Like, I need hugs on the road, hugs yes. in the bathroom. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. It, was, it was a clever song. That's what I like about Brennan Kelly. He always kind of has clever, funny lyrics. Black Cat Boy, I really liked. It's yeah. one of my favorite songs. More, more acoustic roots with obviously keyboards and drum machine. I just like the lyrics. I think it's a fun song. It's got some curse words in it. The cuss words. Up in them guts is more like a straight up acoustic, but you still have the keyboard and you have some. Almost reminds me of a Lawrence Arm song if he didn't put it on this album more or less. Boarding USA. Do you remember that song? Yes. Uh, about waterboarding, boarding, it's more or less a parody on the Surf City surf song. Uh, funny lyrics. I, I thought it was funny. Ballad of Buffalo Bill. Did you watch that? I actually did not know. I actually posted that video on my on my Facebook. And it's like a Silence of the Lambs parody. An homage, funny lyrics, funny video. Um, I like how he's like, I want to watch the world, or I want to watch the sunrise through your skin. Like, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and the, the video is quite funny yeah. or whatever. He's like has all this like coke on this mirror and just putting hearts and then he's like in this he's it's just it's humorous mm -hmm. if, if you like sick stupid humor like that you will enjoy it bottle and tray is a very kind of bluesy and dark catchy i would say it's kind of the most different song on the album i don't know and then i'm the man actually that's, that's the, one, the most I'm the different man, yeah very experimental drum beats distortion kind of like an 80s sounds and i don't know like listening to the lyrics i almost get to the thought that he's just Going to kill himself with a bottle of Mr. Clean. Altogether, I like this album. I love Brendan Kelly. I've had a crush on Brendan Kelly yeah. since like 1995. Love all his bands. I really dig the album. I think it's very different experimental for him, especially being in his mid-40s yeah. and kind of, he just kind of, I felt like he, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, got out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Um, the lyrics, he always has very smart, funny lyrics and they're to the point. And I hope I see more of this getting out of, the comfort zone on in his bands. I know he. I follow him on Twitter, and I rarely go on Twitter, but he's one of the few people I follow. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I just wrote a Lawrence Arms song, so hopefully we'll make get yeah. another Lawrence Arms album." So anyway, yes. Yeah, I like this album a lot. Now, I I only knew him from from you and from that episode of Scooby Doo he was in. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. where he killed Scrappy Doo. I know that was fantastic. Yeah. He's like, let me in. And it was really bad. Really graphic. They don't show that one too often. Actually, did you know anything about the Arby, um, the whole, what the fuck was it? Something with Arby's. Like no. me. Oh, what the fuck? It was kind of like, he had this like fake Arby's account to the point Arby started like promoting it because it was like, I'll, I'll have to look it up and send you a, um, a, uh, it was said like nothing. It would be like the Arby's hat and it said nothing. It was all like this anti-god Arby's thing. It was yeah. really, really weird, but it ended up being Brendan uh, Kelly was behind it for like a uh, few years. But. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. What's his name? Jim Gaffigan, who does like, he had like Hot Pocket jokes. Yes. I think he said that the Hot, Hot Pockets Pocket. people used to send the, yeah, people really. like in front of his concerts just to give out coupons and That's stuff. That's funny. Um, yeah, so Brendan Kelly. Yeah. Good, I really liked it a lot. I liked it too. I thought it was good. It's different from his other acoustics, acoustic albums and sets, and I like it. Yeah. It's good. It is good. 
Hank Wood and the Hammerheads is also mm-hmm. very good. Which was on, I was, um, was talking to Mark about it. He's like, oh, I have that on my wish list. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, he knew exactly um, who they It's were. funny because I had uh, the album. This is the third album. It's self-titled. Mm-hmm. The day I started listening to it, uh, my brother Matthew had, he had put out his list. I saw he added that on. That but I had not read that at that. I was like, oh, yeah, it's really good. So, sure, Lou. Yeah. Sure. I discovered this band all yeah. by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like a big boy. Um, I mean, poo poo. Yeah. Fun fact. Okay. Hank Wood was actually on an episode of Josie and the Pussycats. Mm. Uh, he was uh, Alexandra's love interest. Ooh. Like Sore Points was on X Files. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Which is true. Look it up. Yes. Good. So they're out of New York City. Third album, and the best way to describe it. Okay. Is if. Murder if Murder City Devils was a comic book and this was the gritty nineties reboot and it had mullets and really tiny feet and like just guns and, and pecs. So it was like Gen thirteen. It was like Gen thirteen or like yeah. Anything Leifeld. Yeah. Like when if like Warren Ellis did uh Gen thirteen. Didn't he yeah. do Gen thirteen for a They all did everything. Yeah. My biggest like we tend to get off on tangent, so this is actually Apologies. what I was thinking of. So Cable was created, I think, by Liefeld. I think so, yeah. Um, but Cable's been around for a while. And I used to read the Cable comic. And for a while, Cable was dating like a waitress. And she was just supposed to be an average person. And the art was very Kirby-esque. Okay. And then Liefeld did like a three-episode art. Well, her chest gigantic. Yeah, suddenly <laughs> this... And again, she's like a plain, like, middle-aged woman who has like a son who has Down syndrome and all that. And she's a waitress. Nothing special on that. So idea is like he's centering himself, whatever. So then she's like, she's literally, yeah, she's falling out of her fucking dress. She's like a stripper in zero G. Yeah, she's like a, a size zero and she yeah. has no feet. It's weird. Yeah, she has no feet. Yeah, just little nubs. And then G- Cable got suddenly his weird mohawk and just had guns and whatever. Anyway, Hank Wood. I went back and listened to some of the earlier stuff, his earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is actually different. Like his, his first two albums are straight punk. Okay, I didn't listen More to any others. I did because I was curious because I'm always hesitant to... Am I just describing what a band sound is as opposed to what okay. band is? So, in this case, I am fairly confident in saying it's sort of like a a hyped up Murder City Devils where the guitar is more prominent okay. than the keyboards. It opens up with this sort of very simple piano riff and then kicks into I Can't Stay. And it doesn't stop to Whisper, which is the last track. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what likes like makes this album great is it has like a insane amount of energy mm-hmm. frantic um it's not too long it's not too short not too long, like not about too short. if wind hand again was heroin music this is definitely fucking crystal Steve. method but yeah red bull or big old bowl of both i don't know and it's great i love it very punchy um it's almost like meaning hank wood is like all right play as fast as you can and i'm gonna try to keep up because a lot of the lyrics are very, like, he's very clipped mm-hmm. with his lyrics. Oh, and they're all about fucking some woman he's in love with who doesn't love him. And, or it's, he's going to die because this woman doesn't fucking love him. Or he wants to die with it. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter. He's out of New York, right? Out of New York City, yes. Yeah. And he has this really, like, um, Black Joe Lewis, like, James Brown cadence to a lot of the songs. My favorite songs. Trapped and Alone in It, which is a one-minute rockabilly song. Okay. I have what I like. And then it's Lonely in This World, 
which has a really cool soul funk. A guitar front, mm-hmm. Murder City Devils. The last song, Whisper. That reminded me of the Pixies. Yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it opened as a very, it's the most Pixiest show yeah. song. Um, I really liked uh, Wake Up in the Morning. Yes. And Love is a Cold White Lie mm-hmm. were my two favorite songs. But I really like that Whisper song because I was like, holy shit, Pixies. Like, this has yeah. changed up a little bit. But I liked them all. And if you're ever wondering what the chorus is on one of these songs, you just look at the title. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's pretty much that. It's like, it's cold and it's lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I felt like, like after listening to the song straight through, I couldn't catch my breath. Because it really is. Even like, not every song is at really high tempo. But he sings every song like it is. Yeah. No, yeah. I hear you. I had uh, compared to, yeah, obviously Murder City Doubles. Mm-hmm. His vocals sometimes remind me of the lead singer of Hot, The Hives. Yeah. A tiny bit. Did you ever listen to Jay Riotard? No. We're not allowed to say that it's no, Jay, Jay Riotard. Mentally um, different. But he kind of reminded me of that type of style. Yeah. Um, and also the band The Dwarves a little bit. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think I saw that. So it's at Murder City Devils meets The Dwarves. But it was I good. I liked it. His father, I think, was a drummer in a whole bunch of bands. I think he was like a... He drummed for the Voivodes and all that shit. For oh, a while, cool. And then became like a French chef in some cafe. Ooh. Fancy. Frenchy. Hey there, Georgie girl. <laughs> something, something, something. So bad. fancy free. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Did you see... This isn't quite France, but it's England. France. The... I, I assume it like uh, the mom on uh, AFAB died. Yes, I did. June Whitfield. Yes. Mark told me about it. I was a little bummed. Yeah. I think she was like 94. Yeah. But she had a fantastic career. Hilarious. I, I thought she was hilarious. Like she kind of reinvented like her whole career and then her had to be like 70. Yeah. Then. That sucks. The Betty White of her day. Yeah, I guess. Stuff. I know. You where, know where this is going? It, where? To Nowhere Roads. Oh. That was a pretty good segue. Yeah. Nowhere Roads, the debut of Nowhere Roads EP, Toil Every Second, um, off Coin Toss Records. It actually came out a few weeks ago on December 14th. They're kind of a super group type of band. They have people from Nation of Wolves, Floor Punch, Wisdom and Chains, Edgewise, and they are from Philly. I really like this. I, I remember texting you about it. I haven't listened since I wrote this review. Yeah. So I might not be the most passionate about mm-hmm. this review. So anyway, I think it's only like four songs. Um, as I said, it just came out a few a few weeks ago. The Earth is Still Flat. Pretty much about online tr- uh, trolls. And it reminds me of like if hardcore meets a Dillinger escape plan. The vocals are mixed like just different and louder. And sometimes it sounds like he's just like singing through a, a megaphone and it has like this spoken word effect. It, it, I like it. Next song, Uncivilized, just angry yet very intelligent lyrics. Don't let the bastards grind you down. More or less like just keep working, keep your chin up, just keep keep the PMA, man. But a good song. Time Stands Still, almost like punk meets quicksand. Um, it has a like, pretty cool breakdown in the middle and it also has that spoken word uh, feel to it at the middle. And also has uh, like youth crew vocals. Dirt on a graze. Don't let the past keep you from moving on. Just bury it and keep going. As I said, I really, I, there's not much I can say about a four song EP. I really like it. I think it's really different. I'm really um, excited to see this band live. I'm going to see them in um, in February. As I said, I, I, I really dig it. It reminds me of like if Hardcore meets Dillinger Escape Plan slash Orange 9mm. Kind of that like 90s hardcore sound. 
very fun, and as I said, I can't wait for more stuff by them. I liked it, not as much as the other one. I remember them best from this episode of the Gilligan's Island animated series mm. when they played the Harlem Globetrotters. Ooh. They lost because mm, okay. the Globetrotters cheat. They're a bunch of cheaters. Mm, like the Washington Generals? The Generals are the good team. Mm, no, they're cheaters. No, the are they? I don't know. I have to fucking... Do, 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 do. But anyway, Nowhere Roads, I really enjoyed. I thought they were yeah. very different and I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And it was a good year for music. Oh, what oh. am I? I must have been. Why do you have more notes on? <laughs> no, this is totally so. Stand by me. The do you have another band? Is that what you're no, saying? No, it has the movie. The movie. Stand All by right. me. Yeah. So I was watching it the other night. I have no yeah. idea if I was sober or I was drunk. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why I made a note of this. So anyway, Eddie Chambers at the end, they found the body. Uh, it's like Will Wheaton, River, River Phoenix is Eddie Chambers. Yeah. So Kiefer Sutherland's ace, and he's like. You better give us this fucking body or I'm going to slit your throat. And he goes to Eddie Chambers, River Phoenix character, and he starts like putting the knife to his throat. Yeah. And that's when Will Wheaton shoots the gun and it was like, get the fuck away from yeah. him. Well, does. Get away from mm-hmm. him, you dime store, whatever he says. Yeah. And Ace Kiefer Sutherland backs off and he's like, I will get you back for this. Yeah. So anyway, at the end of the movie, it's like Richard Dreyfus, you know, with his yeah. Amy's computer going back talking about how Eddie Chambers, River, River Phoenix's character, died. Yeah. And he was stabbed in the throat oh. with, uh, by like have this argument between people at a, two men at a fast food. Yeah. So I'm like, so is it like, man, like he was supposed to get stabbed in the throat and Will Wheaton shot the gun? It's a really bad story, yeah. but I, I just thought That's that, interesting. I never thought of it that way. I'm like, you did forget, like, Will Wheaton has that lot when Ace is like, well, are you going to shoot all of us? And he he's goes, like, no, no just only you. you. Yeah. Just you, Ace. That's interesting, though. That's like I never even weird... thought of that, but yeah, that's what Stand By Me, yeah. Eddie Chambers' death knife meant. Yeah. Like, oh, so. yeah. Ooh. Better. Ooh. Cool, 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 cool. So, um, best albums. I, I think, you know, I need another beer for this best right. albums because it's crazy. Do you have yeah. any cool stories that we can... Uh... Oh, my goodness. Um... Do I have any cool stories? Um, Is that a yes? No. I did watch... Um, so, Watership Down. The <laughs> yes. the new version just finally came out on Netflix. I did watch it. They do a really weird thing with the animation with the rabbits, and they just don't look like rabbits. What do they look like? They look like cat bodies that they put rabbit heads on, for the most part. Ooh. Um, like, they, they walk a lot more on fours. Um, especially like, like General Woundwort doesn't even like, he has the least rabbity body. Hmm. It's decent. I feel like they somehow managed to tell less story with more time. Okay. They change up the sex <laughs> of some of the rabbits. Strawberry is now a woman. Ooh, strawberry. Strawberry. If you remember, there are hutch rabbits. Yes, I do. Uh, one of the hutch rabbits becomes a much more prominent character and is sort of Hazel's love interest. Mm. And it's, I'm not um, just being an asshole going online. I'm going for. Oh, looking up your list. But it was all right. It was like like every I got like recognizable English actor. I feel like James McAvoy was Hazel. Oh really? Sir Ben Kingsley. He really in it? Yeah, he's he in he, every movie. He's General Woundwort. Uh, yeah, he never says no to a paycheck, no, but he does really a good doesn't. job in this. Um, Peter Capelli or Capaldi, the most recent Doctor, is okay. Kahar, who's like a dick. That's actually great. The sequel's like a total fucking dick in this. Oh, really? Like, he just, like, 
at one point, like, they're like, you got to come back and save us, right? He's like, yeah, well, or maybe not. I haven't decided yet. That's awesome. And he doesn't come back. Into, yeah. Punk Rock Flea Market. I went yeah. there today. It was a good time. Victor likes playing the um, the arcade games and stuff. I saw a bunch of people. And I ran into my friend Bill Scudder that I haven't seen. Yeah. Do you remember Ray Mattis? The name sounds familiar, but yeah. He would have been friends with um, Brian Malloy's brother, Jim. But anyway, I saw Ray. So Bill and we're all talking, and Bill was like, oh, Jamie's got a podcast, Trash Doster. You should listen to it. And I was like, holy shit. Oh, I wow. just thought it was awesome. So thank you, Bill, for, oh, nice. for yeah. listening, and that's really awesome. That's two. <laughs> he, he had a booth set up, so um, I think he might be, if he has it another time and I have more times to rep that mm-hmm. he will be there, I will definitely give him some props and um, say go to Phoenixville Punk Rock. Give him Walker. a sticker. Oh, I didn't even think that. Yeah. I didn't have any stickers on me, though. Yeah. But Yeah, but thanks yeah. for oh, listening. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Because he was like talking about album of the year. He was like, oh, they have really cool I feel topics. Like, I'm and telling I'm like, like, more people listen than you think. They just don't respond, despite your boohoo fest last time, which which actually sounded so much better when I was editing it than like when we were across. I was like, oh, I'm going to cut all this out. She's horrible. So should we start? Um, talk- so our topic this week was uh, best of 2018, because that's what we do at mostly our last topic of the year anyway. Yeah. So you want to go to some of our... So, album of the year? Uh, well, let's talk... Uh, do you want to read your bros? Uh, so, my brother Matt. Gabriella Cohen. Hank Wood and the Hammerheads. Courtney Burns, Tell Me I Really Feel, which almost made mine sleep the sciences. Leagues Beneath. I think Leagues Beneath is that song they released for um, Adult Swim. Oh, okay. It's like 18 minutes long. Wind Hand, All Them Witches... Brundle Hayes, Zardoz, which I almost reviewed, OCs, and he says, uh, fourth consecutive year that the OCs put out an album of the year. So I didn't read any of the titles because a lot of them you're going to be hearing from me shortly. Ooh. And Brundle Hayes I'll probably just review next time because I can never find stuff to review at the beginning of the year. Fitzmaier said, Megadeth, Killing Is My Business, and the uh, uh, Killing Is My Business, the Final Kill Remaster. Um, obviously isn't a new, new release, but remastered. Whatevs. Jake Martinez. Ghost. Prequel, I guess. Prequel. I felt like a couple of people liked that album. I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to yeah. it either, but... I meant to, and it kind of just Just in passing, I heard people talking about it. Uh, Avatar, Avatar Country. I listened to the, the song Avatar Country. It was decent. Mm-hmm. They're a weird band. Like, Bill Scudda, as we were just talking about, the new Charles Bradley is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he wrote something else, too. Nashville Pussy, Please to Eat You. Ooh, and there's a big old lips and a tongue. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. Alex Crowley, new albums. Anna Birch, Quit the Curse, Nothing, Dance on the Blacktop, Vane, Arizona, Mind Force, Excalibur, live album, Cult of Luna and Julie Christmas, Marner Live, EP, Converge, Beautiful Ruin, which is fantastic. Soundtrack, Steven Universe, uh, Volume 1, which I forgot about. That came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ritual, and let's look at reissues. Keen Under the Iron Sea and Radiohead OK Computer. Yeah, sadly, he's wrong about that last one. It's obviously uh, Hemispheres by Rush. Mark Zimmerman, Surfboard. Whoa, big surprise! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Surfboard Friendship Music, Remission, Enemy of Silence, Division of Laura Lee, Hollow Pricks EP, Vane, Arizona, Lift, Harsh Light of Truth, of the Truth, and Sore Points. Self-titled. Did you do Vane at one point this year? I talked about them really, really quick. Because mm-hmm. um, I saw them live at Hardcore Fest, and they 
were fucking amazing. You? I was supposed to see them live earlier this this month, but I was sick. I fucking yeah. I almost went because I'm like, I feel fine. My temperature's mm-hmm. only ninety nine. And then, like, by time 9 o'clock roll around, I'm like, thank fucking God I didn't go by myself because yeah. I would have been super sick. Nick Crowley, Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, thank you for today. Vane, Arizona. He's like, can't, I can't pick between them. Vera or Velma Hernandez, Sniper 66, Annihilation. And then Mark talked again. He forgot Boy Toy Nightleaf and Photo Crime, Principles Pain. Grim Noir, Charisma.com, and Swan Song Album. Not, not me. Rich Embleton, Red Dragon Cartels Patina. Was War on Drugs last year or this year? Uh, I believe last year. All right, just curious. And that's everybody mm. we got. All right. So we have a top ten. Mm-hmm. Unless what Jamie looks. No, I was just seeing. This I have one. my top ten. Yeah, I got mine. Just going to go back and forth. Yeah, sure. I'm going to do um, a couple of notable mentions. I have a couple too. Do you want to do them last, or you want to do? Let's do really. Um, let's do them last. Okay. So the people aren't surprised by this. So the people know. You want me to go first? Yeah. I have a tie for ten. All right. Cheating, but Cheating, go ahead. Yeah. Beach house. Uh-huh. A new beach house seven, and sick of it all. Oh. I I had totally beach house as my solid number ten, and then I the last couple weeks. I've just been listening to that Sick of It All a ton. Uh, so I'm like, I will... It was going to be an honorable mention, but I'm going to have it mm-hmm. tied. I love Beach House. And I'm, the more I start, I went back and started listening to some of the songs just to see where you know, my top ten was. And I'm like, you know what? There's a real, some really good songs yeah. on this Beach House album. And as I said, that Sick of It All album is really, really good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good releases this year. Yeah. This was a tough year. It really was. It, like, my honorable net mentions could be, like, a page, but I don't... Yeah, and I... Yeah. I didn't do that. All right. Go ahead. Number 10, The All Overs, Your Guises. Might, might have been the, not the funnest, the second funnest album of the year. Most, most funnest Blue kangaroos and whatnot, and just silly kind of lyrics. Yes. But good, and it's just like, like, kitty cat, kitty cat, kitty cat girl. You are kitty cat girl. But yeah, yeah, very catchy. You want to know my number nine? Like... Life itself, I'd like to know. The all overs. You're hey, <laughs> guys is get it, get it, get it, get it, get I think I had to add it. I almost I forgot about it, but it was such a fun release yeah. that I, I I put it in there. I bet we have a lot more crossover than we have in the last two years. Probably. Meaning, I usually put zero to one of your choices on mine. I have a few. I think. I don't think I have any of yours. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. No, just kidding. Sorry. Your turn. Are we at number eight? No, number nine. nine. Sleep, the sciences. Yes. They surprised everyone by putting this album out, and <coughs> it is awesome. Doom metal at its finest, and smoking weed, and their Dune references, Ooh. and he talked about Giza butter. Yeah, you and their planets and shit, and there's like <coughs> that disturbing ring fucking song in the beginning. Yeah, sleep, the sciences. You can do your number eight. Oh, can I? If you want, if you can read your... Starcrawler. Ooh. Also Starcrawler. The EP? No, the, you okay. know, the, uh, the, the, the full LP. length. Yeah, the full length. Yeah, just, you know, there's these kids doing L.A. Sleezo really good. This good even, shit. Yeah, I can't wait to see what else they come out with. My number eight is Cloud Nothings. Mm. It's one of my favorite indie bands, and they totally surprised me with this album, and it was 
the first track I thought I was like, am I listening to Cloud Nothings or some hardcore band? Yeah. Um, I thought it was fantastic, and I like it a lot. And Cloud Nothings always finds a way into my top ten. Yeah. So Cloud Nothings number eight. Number seven. Ty Seagal, mm. Freedom's Goblin, which is way back mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. Good stuff. Um, that was very good. Number. Really good stuff. You know, Ty Seagal, multi-instrumentalist. Seems like he comes out like three albums a year. Yeah. They're all great. Uh, favorite song of this album was, of course, Everyone's a Winner, which I discovered hours after recording was a cover. Yeah, I'm Because it appears on yeah. Francis Ha. Yes, yes. So, yeah, Ty fucking Seagal. Good shit. My number seven is Vane Arizona. Oh. Um, crazy album. Just insane energy and craziness live. I, I was just, had to put this on my top. Yeah. As my number seven, because it was just crazy good and just not what I expected. And just a punch to the gut yep. of energy and raw music goodness. Oh. Arizona. Uh-huh. Bang. Seven. Uh, for channeling their inner riot girl, Mommy Long Legs, mm-hmm. try your best at number six. If for no other reason that Zuckerberg, suck a turd, is still the greatest <laughs> lyric ever written in the English language. <laughs> but no, I listened to it. I'd forgotten about it almost. I forgot about it. And then I was like, yeah, I love this album. This is great. See, unfortunately, when I made my list, I went. I wanted to go back and read what you did, and I never did. So no biggie. <laughs> uh, what were you on seven or eight or six? Six. Yeah. My number six is Sore Points. Actually, oh, I actually really really liked it. It's straight up punk, and you don't hear it done well mm-hmm. like that most of the time. And once I saw they're on X Files, even fucking cooler. Yeah. But I, I just thought it was a fun release, and it ended up crawling into the number six spot. Fun punk rock. And the more I listen to it, the more I like it a lot. Uh, so that is my number six. Ooh, we're in the, in the five. Number five, Ooh. Golden Rings. Ooh, the five. Gabriella Colon. Cohen. Oh, Gabriella Colon. That's the dirty oh. version. Gabriella Cohen. Pink is the color of unconditional love. Mm. So really weird, different album. Loved it a lot. Can't say any more than that. I have to go back and listen to it. This is I, when Matthew listed, listed it, I was like, I should go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. life got in the way. Mm. What are we at? Five, right? Yeah. Nothing Dance on the Black Top. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. this album, and I was um, very happy that mm-hmm. I was thoroughly impressed with it. I still love reading the um, Bandcamp or the re- Relapse review of the whole album, how it's just this anxiety-ridden, depressed... But yeah, like you'd have to go back and read it. But I thought it was really, really good, and I really liked this album. I thought it was, it did not disappoint, mm-hmm. and that is nothing for me. All right, for number four, Ooh. known best perhaps for that episode of Speed Racer they were on, mm. where they Chim 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 no, um, <laughs> La Luz, yes, floating features, um, floating feces, <laughs> floating feces, as oh. someone said, indie surf pop at its best. Um, fortunately, slipped a couple spots because of certain things. Um, mm-hmm. Had my favorite song of the year, which is Don't Leave Me on the Earth. Okay, I remember which you. Mm-hmm. was either about dreaming about someone you love, like the ideal of someone you love. Yeah. But I now think that the person singing the song, the character of the song, might actually be the dream. Hmm. Not wanting the person to wake up. I La Luz. La Luz. The light. My number four was American Nightmare, which was all the way back in uh, January or February. I thought it was fantastic. I re- 
saw them live at the beginning of the year and they blew me away. I, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, I've seen them a couple times, but yeah. um, thought it was a fantastic album and a great. Uh, they, I mean, they haven't put out an American Nightmare album in yeah in a long, long while because he usually does Cold Cave stuff, which is touring soon. But anyway, American Nightmare number four. <laughs> number four. Ominous. Rhymes with whore. In the butt whore. <laughs> no. Anyway. Anyway. More cookies. Seed the floor. Bam. Okay. Number three. Boy Toy Nightly. Mm. Now, Boy Toy narrowly beat out Lelou's. And one thing did it, and I shit you not. Okay. The cowbell towards the end of It's Alright. This. It, it somehow, like, maybe fall in love with this album just a little more. It's a great album. Because it's very, yeah. And it's basically, it's like 60s throwback. The bassist from Lulu's, of course, is in Surf. Boy Toy. Whatever. <laughs> I got you. There um, you go. Mark uh, actually had me listen to, he they found some live um, mm-hmm. stuff on YouTube that we were watching. So the song Juarez yeah. is strictly... Like, if you listen to the lyrics, there's, it's not, like, anything hidden cryptic message. It's that they were at, like, El Paso, Texas, and they want they want to go to Mexico. And yeah. they got to the border, and no one was there. And they were like, we could just, like, slip in Mexico yeah. and disappear. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the lyrics, that's exactly the lyrics. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, it's a good of, song. Of course, you really could just disappear in fucking Juarez at this point. It's crazy. So what, am I, what are we on? Number three. Number three? Yeah. My number three is War on Women. Ooh. Thought the album was fantastic. It was been in circulation of what I listened to all year, yeah. and I saw them live. I thought it was fantastic. I really, really liked mm-hmm. this album. It had a lot to say. It was fun. It was a little, um, I want to say, I don't want to say less hardcore. It's more punk, I think, than mm-hmm. hardcore. And I really liked it. War mm-hmm. on Women capture the flag number three for Jamie Z. Keep poop, poop. Poop, poop. What are you doing? I'm trying to burp. Oh, I thought you were gonna sneeze. Number two. I'm not going to say a lot about number two, other than you may know them as being on that episode of the the Laugh Olympics where the Really Rotten's won. Surfboard! Yeah, okay. I know you're number one. I didn't look. And I I will refrain from commenting until you. I have a feeling that's not the last we've heard. My number two is actually Galjoy. Love the album. It was another album. Uh, What was the hell was their first? record i can't remember it it's a dies li- right yes comma dies mm-hmm. it was a continuation of that but musically uh it's more uh fuller advanced there's just more going on i, I thought it was fantastic it- it's really really good album um it was different enough and the lyrics were uh, like a little different and um i know it hit on a lot of mental health issues and stuff yeah. I can't say enough. I liked it a lot. Like, it's one I wanted to circle back and listen to and just yeah. never got to. It's one of those ones I first listened to, and I'm like, this is pretty good. And the more I listened to it, it just sl- slowly just started mm-hmm. climbing mm-hmm. my list. Yeah. Number, Number one. one. Number one. There's this uh, uh, pizzeria we go to sometimes. Oh, yeah. And there's, like, old Italian guy who doesn't really... He speaks English, but not well. Yeah. But he'll shout out you like you'll get you'll put your order and you'll get your number. Okay. And he'll be like number forty two or number one. Um, Smoke Reverser by the OCs. Um, I knew it. Amazing fucking album. Prog metal concept album that actually maintained a narrative through the whole thing. And yeah, I love this album. It was 
in heavy rotation for a long time. You listened to it for a long time. I did. It's funny, the cover of that slightly reminds me of the High on Fire cover. Yeah. Which I've seen in magazines, and I'm like, is that the OC? Is it like Dude can't even stay up for his own podcast. It reminds me of a fifth edition D and D adventure book. Anyway, no, it's a good album. I really liked it as well. Yeah. My number one is fuck the government. No, 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 no. Fuck the government. Surfboard. Say it again. Lesbian surfboard. Whoa. Lesbian. Lesbian. Yeah. I listened to it twice today. I it is to it. a fantastic fucking punk record. I don't know why it. People aren't embracing it, and I think it's because the whole, uh, she has, like, something going on with Gucci or something like that, so I think people are like, but I think they just do everything right, and what, they just came out with the video Trash World, I believe, mm-hmm. and this is when it dawned on me, I'm watching this, I'm like, fucking surfboard is the punk rock John Waters, like, yeah, definitely. yeah it's, it's, and it's fucking fantastic, Danny Miller's awesome, crazy front person, you alright, you're gonna puke. No, I'm fine. Go. <laughs> um, and I, I just think this album's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it is simple yet awesome. And yes. I love it. It fucked a lot of shit up on this list. Yeah. It kind of just, you just couldn't stop listening to it. Couldn't stop listening. I probably do listen to it once a day or at least one time. Yeah. Day. And then, like, you'll mm-hmm. love one song, and then the next song will come up. You're like, oh shit. Like, Dope is one of the songs I'm yeah. really in love with right now. I was very lucky to, yeah, find a vinyl copy. A yeah. Copy of vinyl. You did luck out with that. But yeah, that's our list. That's um, our list. I had a couple of honorable mentions. I was, did too. Uh, Wisdom and Chains, Madball, Boy Toy, All Them Witches. Yeah, uh, All Them Witches was one of them, yeah. Um, Electric Citizen was one of them too. Mm-hmm. And I, that's all I could think of off the top of my head. I had Electric Citizen, All Them Witches, mm-hmm. Super Chunk. That popped up on a lot of people's lists. And I just I couldn't until it just got bumped, I think, by the yeah. list. There was, a, there was so much good shit out. Yeah. It's really mm-hmm. tough to compile a list um, of 10. Courtney Barnett. Really good record. And one that probably would have made the list if it had actually not been a two-song EP, Gur. Oh, yeah. I think if they put out a full-length album. That was really good. That was so good. But yeah, the two, I can't. Even that, I like that Starcrawler EP. The Starcrawler EP. Yeah, there's too much stuff. I can't even remember. There was so much good stuff out this year that, like, Mm -hmm. I know I'm missing Mm -hmm. stuff. Even Cat Power, which, like, almost. Mm -hmm. I had War on Women was a good one. Yeah, it was a crazy year. It was a really good year. I've read a lot of people that are super into indie rock that were like, oh, it wasn't a good year. It was a pretty good year. But I don't know for any rock. If, if you're into like metal and punk and hardcore, I thought it was a good year. Yeah. But a lot of good shit. Yeah. And we are at almost an hour, so I think, unless there's anything else you want to address, we'll... I think we're good. All right, folks. Happy New Year's. Go birds! Go birds! And uh, we will see you next year. We maybe hopefully have an awesome motherfucking topic. Yeah. And um, peace out, motherfucker. All right. Bye-bye. Happy New Year! Fuck the government! just drives me crazy and i was like just fucking pretend be like yeah it's an electric toothbrush maybe they put it in their bunger hole i mean that'd be great yeah the good it has such strong vibrations losses my yeah hemorrhoids oh do you know like this is a weird thing okay i was in like rite aid mm-hmm. they have like dildos they have a dildo aisle really it's with like the I guess the why contraceptive. Were the dildo? Why were you in the contraceptive aisle? <laughs> because it's the first aisle you go. Because I have a lot of lady friends, mm. and I had to buy my Magnum condoms. Yes.
Yeah, they have like. Um, Where you're like, excuse me, ma'am, is there a dildo? Uh, this size, and I, I pull down my pants. And they're like, uh, there's. <laughs> No, I just, squirrel condoms around. What I do is I just sit on a piece of paper and I use that. 